All You Need to Know, the NDTV Profit Podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. Happy Friday to you. This is the Daily Morning Update from NDTV Profit and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 12th of January. Here's everything that you need to know at the start of your day so that you can spend a little more time planning the weekend. Geopolitical news is front and center this morning. U.S. President Joe Biden said in a statement just not too long back, in fact, that the U.S. and U.K. conducted strikes against a number of targets in Yemen used by the Houthis to endanger freedom of navigation in one of the world's most vital waterways. Biden called the strikes a defensive action, saying that They send a clear message that the U.S. and its partners would not tolerate attacks on their personnel or allow hostile actors to endanger freedom of navigation in one of the world's most critical commercial routes. At the end of the statement, he sent out a warning that he would not hesitate to direct further measures to protect his people and the free flow of international commerce as necessary. Oil prices rose marginally on the back of that action, with Brent trading at $78.8 to the barrel this morning. Now, the big story overnight was U.S. inflation data for the month of December, which led to some disappointment. U.S. retail inflation accelerated at the end of the year, pushed higher by stubborn services costs. The consumer price index increased 3.4% in December, which is the most in three months, according to government figures. It also rose by more than forecast on a monthly basis. Core inflation, which removes the impact of food and fuel, and which is also seen as a more accurate representation of inflation rose more than anticipated, coming in at 3.9%. Much of that increase came from a rise in prices for used cars and clothing despite year-end promotional activity. Now, that inflation figure puts paid to some estimates or expectations of early rate cuts by the Fed and as a result of which we saw quite a bit of gyrations in the bond market. We'll come to that in just a bit. Meanwhile, a separate release by the Labor Department on Thursday showed that initial jobless claims came in at 202,000 last week, inching lower from 203,000 in the previous week. The four-week average, which aims to account for volatility in weekly unemployment claims, was also only slightly lower. Moving to news from back home, IT stocks are going to be the pack to watch out for at the start of trade today after TCS and Infosys reported their results for the third quarter. In the seasonally weaker quarter, Infosys saw revenue decline 0.4% sequentially to just over 38,000 800 crore rupees and net profit was lower by 1.6%. Meanwhile, TCS reported a 1.5% sequential increase in revenue at uh, 60,580 crore or thereabouts and net profit was lower by about 2.5%. Agam will tell you more about what he took from those results in just a bit. Now, in another story, FMCG distributors yesterday have said that they would boycott Hindustan Unilever products in Maharashtra, starting with Taj Mahal tea, unless the company restores the previous margin structures. The distributors further said that if the company does not pay attention to their demand, they would also boycott food brand Kisan and leading detergent brand Rin going forward. The distributors are demanding a minimum basic margin of 5%. They've said that they're supporting incentive parameters, but they feel that this should not interfere with the distributor's margin. Now, in the automotive space, Mahindra and Mahindra 
will invest up to 630 crore rupees in its subsidiary Mahindra Electric Automobile. The board approved the investment by way of a subscription to a rights issue of equity shares of its unit of 10 rupees each at a premium of 4.5 rupees each. That's according to an exchange filing. Now, in international markets, U.S. stocks ended flat and bond markets saw quite a bit of volatility, as I pointed out earlier. After initially rising, the yield on the 10-year Treasury ended below 4%. In the Asia-Pacific region, it's a mixed start, with the Japanese Nikkei 225 continuing to gain ground. In fact, it was higher by over a percent last I checked. And the other two early rises were trading with cuts. And with that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Agam. IT is front and center today. Good morning, Alex, and thanks for that. Yes, it's going to be all about IT earnings, isn't it? So we've got results from TCS and Infosys. When it comes to TCS, the earnings were largely in line with street expectations, with revenue growing 1.5% sequentially, margins expanding by 75 basis points to 25%. On the other hand, Infosys earnings were also more or less in line with Bloomberg estimates and the consolidated revenue declined about half percent and margins also contracted 70 basis points to 20.5%. But moreover, Infosys has revised its FY24 full-year revenue growth guidance to 1.5 to 2% from 1 to 2.5% earlier. So they've narrowed their guidance going in. Now we know that it was a sequentially weak quarter on account of high furloughs and weak demand. And it's something that's going to play against earnings coming from ACL Technologies and Wipro today as well. Besides that, we also have HDFC Life, which will, will report its earnings among the Nifty 50 constituents. But if you move beyond earnings, we have more updates from Polycab. Now, Polycab has denied receiving any communication from the Income Tax Department regarding the outcome of the search a day after authorities alleged detection of unaccounted cash sales of a thousand crores and non-genuine expenses. Tata Power will also be in focus today as the company's unit Tata Power Renewable Energy signed a memorandum of understanding with the Gujarat government to develop a 10,000 megawatt of renewable energy power projects across multiple sites in Gujarat. Then we have AG Infra Engineering, which is one in order worth 716 crores from the Central Railways. And then we have KPI Energy. The company is moving from strength to strength, where it's one in order for a 2 megawatt solar power plant from Savaria Processors for executing a power project. Now, we know that broader markets will most likely be more active than indices Today as well, something that has been a bit of a trend over the past few days and uh, we'll we'll be watching out for IT sector's earnings as well. Broader markets were more active yesterday than indices and it's something that's likely to play out today as well, even as we keep an eye on IT sector's reaction to earnings. And with that, it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Agam. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great Friday and an even better weekend.